Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most American podcast network. Hey, what's Pac-Man, everybody? Welcome to the Cynical Cartoons podcast, where today I watch RoboCop Alpha Commando with my friend Joel Dusher. Joel uses he, him pronouns. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at StopTweetingMia. Thank you for listening to the Cynical Cartoons podcast for another week. And as always, I'm your host, Mia Marchant. My pronouns are she, her. And I'm here if you need to talk. Yeah, I was kind of going to divide my time out and watch like RoboCop Alpha Commando and then watch like the 88 series and sort of like compare and contrast. I was like, that'll be an interesting thing to do on the podcast. But I realized that what happens is every time I try and do an interesting thing on the podcast, I break the format and it goes off the rails and it's bad. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, as a guest, I came on and I was like, I got to do what's best for me or... Uh, So instead of immediately watching Alpha Commando when I found out what this show was, like what we were going to be talking about, I watched the first hour of RoboCop 3. Uh, Not a cartoon, (laughs) uh, not what you asked me to do. Also, not the good part of RoboCop 3, because that movie, the only good part of the entire movie is the ending where he gets the jetpack. So like, you really missed it. Yeah. So I'd never seen, RoboCop is one of my favorite films. It is my number one. It's, yeah. it's tied with Star Wars, but I've had such a fallout with Star Wars that fuck it. It's RoboCop. Yeah. So RoboCop's up there with Drive and Akira for me, I think, and Spring Breakers, <laughs> but no one likes to talk about That's like, that. You have like the number one film bro list of favorite films. Do you have a... I see the Big Lebowski poster behind you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish that was true. Yeah, no, my top four films are like the worst. Yeah. It's Drive, RoboCop, Akira, and Spring Breakers. And everyone's like, ah, cool. And I'm like, yeah, you don't want to talk to me anymore. And I totally get it. I wouldn't want to talk to me about this either. <laughs> Mine are such like teen boy movies too, though. It's like Star Wars, Die Hard, uh, RoboCop, The Fly, and The Matrix. Like, that's that sucks. <laughs> but I like those movies. The Fly mixes that up. I just love Cronenberg. Like, in general, body horror with like practical effects is the coolest shit in the world to me. Like, that... American Werewolf in London and like Ginger Snaps, that movie fucking kills. It's so good. Um, yeah, I got obsessed with Cronenberg in high school as well, and I still am. Um, my gamer tag on stuff is Cronenberg uh, from yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, basically, I saw Videodrome when I was like sixteen, and it blew my head clean off. And from that point onwards, I was like, I think I'm in love. Anyway, back to my poor planning for this episode. So straight off the bat, I watched a live action film that I knew was going to be bad. Watched an hour of that, <laughs> messed up our time zones, then was like, oh no. I uh, And then, yeah, look, watched two episodes of Alpha Commando, didn't see the end part of RoboCop 3. So I'm mostly just miserable now. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that was the thing was that I tried to watch a little bit of the, the first RoboCop animated series because this is like the fifth iteration of RoboCop, right? Like we Ooh. had a film and then we had two weird sequel films that were both made by completely different people both times. And yeah. then there was two live action series and two animated series and the live action reboot film. And now like, I guess it's not happening anymore, but they were going to do another reboot. And it's like, there's been one good RoboCop property. <laughs> yeah. That was definitively they- good. And it was what? 35 years ago, 40 years ago. 
Yeah, it's so, 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 so strange. Because, like, I like Robocop 2, but it misses the point of Robocop. And Robocop 3 misses the entire point of everything by the looks of things so far. Although two cops kill themselves, like, back-to-back, basically. Like, two <laughs> two unrelated scenes of suicide in the first hour of Robocop 3. Um, yeah. I like Robocop Alpha Commando, but it, again, misses the entire point of the thing. Like, it's this weird place where they're like, hey... The show still has sort of the social message that the original movie had where it's like consumerism is bad, but it's like, well, you you're working on the second animated iteration of Robocop to sell toys. So shut the fuck up. Yeah, I I, I don't know if I would say this is good or that I liked it. In fact, I'd probably say that I didn't like it and it's not good, but it's definitely (laughs) weird and it's weird and like in the kind of fucked up way that I find it very interesting. I don't know, I'm sure, actually, Mir, I know that you're absolutely in the same boat here of just, like, when bad things get made, you just, like, look at it and you're like, how did people just decide this was, like, a good idea? Like, and that Mm -hmm. is, like, fascinating to me. For instance, like, the movie Mac and Me, that is a competently made (laughs) film, but every decision is batshit insane. It is not, it is not competently made. It is not at all competently made. I watched that last week. (laughs) (laughs) The practical effects hold up, you think? Uh, no, uh, but they're there and like the direction and (laughs) stuff like that makes sense. And like, no one's particularly a terrible actor. It's just an insanely fucking crazy movie. Yeah, that's true. That was like one of the first movies that I watched with my boyfriend. And then we finished it and he was like, you know, I don't think I've seen E.T. And I was like, (laughs) fuck, I failed you so hard. This sucks. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for watching it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, hey, here's a link. Mac and me, Orion Pitches, Robocop, Orion Pitches. There we go. Same studio. Nailed it. Yeah. I thought that was a canon movie for some reason. It seems like they they sort of were in the same vein at the time. Yeah. So Alpha Commando is just, it's got like that crazy macho, everyone is the most ripped person aesthetic. Like, Robocop is really buff, which is weird, because he's a robot. It's one of those fucking team-up animated series as well, where they introduce a whole bunch of new characters, and everyone's equally important, even though the show's called Robocop. Yeah, this was sort of the same time as, like, the extreme Ghostbusters, and things like that, where they would, like, reboot 80s franchises, but make them, like, super extreme in 90s, you know, like the Godzilla animated series. I I guess that it was all back off the back of batman the animated series and yeah. they just thought like we could make this edgy but with robocop they didn't really make it edgier they just sort of made it way more kiddish <laughs> i mean this show is a lot more inspired than the 88 series which came out right after the original movie mm-hmm. um the 88 one like is a direct continuation of the film like you'll see them flash back to scenes in the film now fully animated uh, he's constantly fighting against like Clarence Boddicker and and Bob from Omnicorp, <laughs> and it's like, wow, this is um kind of boring. Like I skipped yeah. around in an episode, and I was like, there's no, he's not like dressing up like a snowman or fighting Christmas elves or or doing a break dance. So this sucks. Yeah, there's <laughs> what all these specific situations? It's almost like those <laughs> exact things happen in Alpha Commander. <laughs> <laughs> a show made for me i i love to see something that i love bastardized like the star wars holiday special and like phantom menace are so high tier for me mm-hmm. because star wars is something that was so close to me as a kid and seemed so untouchable 
And then some suddenly something just like shatters that. And I'm like, this is my new favorite thing. <laughs> like Batman and Robin, right? Is like, oh, Batman can't not be cool. He's Batman. And then suddenly you watch Batman and Robin, you're like, oh, this is this is better because I hate it. <laughs> so I just picked random episodes of Alpha Commando to watch, and I feel like that I stumbled across uh, two absolute winners. Uh, so <laughs> one was one that you told me to watch, or you said was like a really good example, which is the one you referenced before, the Christmas episode. Let's let's save that until the very end, because I also watched that and made in-depth notes. Talk about the other one first. Okay, uh, I watched RoboDog. Okay, I was excited <laughs> for RoboDog. I did not find the time for it. What what happens in RoboDog? Uh, so the team have a dog. Uh, <laughs> that's a, g- a a human dog or Robo dog right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just a dog. Like it's a German Shepherd. Okay, great. Uh, and it gets blowed up or what? Yeah, uh, that's what happens. So the very start of the episode is they're like bomb diffusers and they get called into. Uh, there's a bomb in the police officer's retirement home. <laughs> and they go to defuse the bomb. They realize that the, it, there's a second bomb. And they're like, oh, we don't have enough time. Let's just get out of here. We'll escape. But then the dog starts barking and runs back into the building. And like, no, uh, I forget the dog's name. It starts with, I can't remember. Anyway. Dog. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> dog starts barking and runs in. And the team are like, he wouldn't do that unless we've missed something. So then Robocop jumps on his hover. His leg turns into a hoverboard. And he <laughs> sails back in. They find that there was a one hostage trapped in the building that had been like purposely hidden because the evil person's plan was to blow up the building for the bomb squad to fail defusing it because this was the first time they haven't defused a bomb. They had a perfect oh, okay. track record until this point. And then sure. in the rubble, they'd find a body and be like, wow, you really fucked it here, Robocop. Anyway, they find that guy, what? they save him. <laughs> but the dog slips on some water. So it doesn't make it out in time and it gets blown up. It literally (laughs) gets blown up, like blown out of the building. Uh Splatters of the dog all over. Like, yeah, um, Nancy and the other two guys, the nerd guy and the buff guy. Eisen, Eisen Numer or something like that. Yeah. And then the chief. Yes. So the dog gets blown out of the building. Uh, it doesn't blow apart. It's still a one whole dog, but it is dying. Oh, great. Okay, good. It's dying, and the chief's like, how's it looking? They're like, not not super good. So then they go back to the lab, and they turn it immediately into a robo-dog. There's no discussion. It's just the next scene. He is robo-dog. This is such a bad allocation of resources. Mm. Because, like, that could be a human being that you're turning into a robo-human or whatever. Like, it could be, like, robo-doctor, robo professor or something like that but instead you do it to a dog i guess because it uses less parts yeah maybe i know that you did the same thing i did where you have avoided the robocop sequels haven't you like no no i've watched them yeah i watched the second one i own them all on blu-ray but i haven't seen them since college i don't think i've seen the second one in a while and the third one i only saw once yeah okay so so i only remember the jetpack and the guy with the samurai sword that gets all cut up yeah so I can only assume that this must take place in the same continuity as all three films because uh, Anne isn't like, um, yeah, his friend from the films isn't there. Okay, yeah, Lewis. Yeah, Lewis dies in the third film. Okay, great. Uh, And in Robocop 2, they keep trying to turn police officers into Robocops and they keep killing themselves. I do remember that. Yeah, so maybe that's why they turned it into a dog because... Dogs would never commit suicide. 
it doesn't touch on suicide at all, but the dog struggles to be a robo dog. Like that's the plot oh. of the episode, I guess. <laughs> it keeps Okay, great. I'm glad I watched the start of three before I watched this episode, because weirdly enough, it seems to borrow heavily from Robocop being hurt at the start of three. Mm-hmm. The dog is animated to do very similar movements than that Robocop does. So yeah, dog turn into robot dog ro- robo dog. Uh police band together to try and um find who blew up the retirement home uh the dog starts barking at the helicopter they got into they're like oh no robo dog's misbehaving and is malfunctioning already but no it turns out that someone had uh pierced the pepper spray canister on their helicopter so they end up pepper spraying the entire new detroit (laughs) okay wait a minute okay wait a minute now the police in the show are they have military grade technology and weapons at all time. But the fact that the police in New Detroit have the capability to pepper spray all of New Detroit in one fell swoop is um, an overreaching of power, <laughs> I'll say. And they don't realize they're doing it. They realize because they turn on the news in their helicopter and oh. they're reporting from the street where they're like, we're being pepper sprayed. The police are pepper spraying <laughs> the whole city. <laughs> And then that sucks. Um, yeah, and then they're like, "Oh no, that's what Robo Dog was trying to warn us about." The dog's name's like Baker or something like that. Anyway, the helicopter gets shot out of the sky. RoboCop saves his friend and Robo Dog. Robo Dog has like a meltdown kind of thing, and they take him back to the lab. And they're like, "If he, he's like, his neural. It's pretty, pretty much like his neural system is not handling this properly. He's dying." Uh, dog need- doesn't like being a robot. Yeah, the the dog part of the robo dog is not compatible with the robot part. Like his neural right. system is like shutting down, and he's just like in a tub, like twitching. It's real bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, which is very similar to what happens to Robocop in Robocop Three when he's like being right. shot with a grenade. He's just like sitting in the background, his head's just twitching constantly. The dog does the same thing. So then they're like, "We're sending the dog to a retirement home," and the discussion. Like, it sounds like two adults talking about putting a dog down, but they don't say that. They just keep saying, talking about sending him to uh, the police dog retirement farm. Is this, is this, is this a situation where, like, Robocop is in the room and they're like, Robocop doesn't know the dogs die. We have to tell him that we're sending the dog to a retirement home. Or in the logic of the show, they're actually sending the dog to a retirement home. In the logic of the show, they're sending a dog to the retirement home because it's a conversation between Chief and uh, Nerd, blonde Newmeyer. Nerd. I Newmeyer. think his name is Newmeyer. Yeah. So, and then Robocop walks in, and Chief gets kidnapped immediately. Now, I'm I'm really curious to to cut to the end a little bit. Does the villain in this episode have a very stupid motive that has to do with like people not appreciating them? at their like animal practice job or something or has, does it no it's, it's a returning it's like a that. returning villain from another episode uh, okay it's, sure it's a lady that's got like lots of pipes stuck into her i saw her okay yeah. i know who you're talking about because the, the thematic in this show is a lot of the time it's like a comedian who couldn't get laughs and so he's he poisons people with laughing gas so that he can make everybody laugh at his bad jokes or like somebody who's has a Christmas themed name and hates Christmas because of it. Yeah, it's <laughs> hmm, that seems like a good link. We'll save that one for later. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no real motive because it's a returning villain. It's just like they're trying to kill the good guys. 
Right. They want to like reprogram Robocop or take him out or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then Robodog saves Chief and then Newmeister adopts Robodog. That's the end of the episode. Questions. Mm-hmm. Does Robodog have dog-like personality traits? Is there a moment where he chases a cat up a tree or pees on a fire hydrant? Or is he, he more robot than dog at this point? He's more robot than dog, but acts like a dog still. Except in the last mission, again, like after they've been warned that he's dying, in the last mission, they get chased by a giant globe. The bad guy says something along the lines of like, we've now the whole world's against you. And there's a giant like <laughs> globe chasing them. Australia shoots off, which was nice. It made me feel it reminded me of where I currently am. A nice shout out. Yeah. And then they said, look out for Australia. And then the continent Australia kind of just like shot at them and. Yeah, uh, Robodog at that point gets shot or like gets stressed and then starts like kind of crawling like a lizard because he's dying. It's it's pretty upsetting to watch. This whole episode is pretty much a, relo- a prolonged dog death. <laughs> yeah, just sounds like a very animal abuse centric episode, which is great for a kid's show. Yeah. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. The ones that I watched that you didn't see, I watched the first two parts of the pilot and Mm -hmm. I didn't know that it was a three-part episode. So like it was super boring in part one, but I was like, maybe if I watch another one, it'll get fun. Maybe by the end of the pilot, their stuff will happen. And it still didn't. It was still setting up characters and situations. Yeah. And then I got to the end and it was like, to be continued in part three. I was like, fuck this. Like, <laughs> this sucks. What are, what's an episode with a bad name? So I picked an episode called A Pretty Girl is Like a Malady. And that was the episode with the comedian man who couldn't get people to laugh at his jokes. So he basically poisons cans of this soda called Grin Cola. Um, <laughs> this just sounds like an episode of Batman the Animated Series. It, it is an episode of Batman the Animated Series. It It is literally an episode of Batman the Animated Series. Basically what happens is that Robocop gets the cola inside of him and then he becomes goofy. And it's like, oh, I remember an episode <laughs> of Batman where that fucking happened and Batman ran around grinning the whole time and he like almost died. 
And much like an episode of Batman the Animated Series, the villain gets his comeuppance in the end because he accidentally drinks the soda or whatever and also gets loopy. Um, This episode was just complete character assassination on RoboCop, one of my favorite film characters of all time. Mm. He runs around the whole time. He's like doing impressions of like cowboys and pretending to be a little baby and pretending to be <laughs> the villain's mom he break dances at one point he puts his arms on his legs and walks around like a crab that um is fucking crazy i yeah and, and he smiles the whole time and i'm like the fucking the main thing that robocop should not do is have a big toothy grin on his face <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> who thought this was a good idea i can't even imagine robocop with teeth I mean, he does have teeth in the movie. You can mm. see them, but he doesn't do smiling. a whole lot of smiling a lot. Yeah. No. I, I would recommend that episode if somebody's going to check out this show. That one or the Christmas episode are really the high points for me. Yeah. I definitely found the dog episode somehow crazier than the Christmas episode. So look, watch all three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would say so. I don't know. The whole episode was like some kind of a statement on like alcohol, but I don't fucking it was it was stupid. It didn't really make any sense. There was a lot of highlights of it, though, where just like everybody in New Detroit is all poisoned. Basically, every week, everybody in town gets poisoned or gassed. <laughs> yeah, something happens to them. So everybody in town drank the cola or got the cola inside of them. It's like air based too. like mm-hmm. when you open it, it gets in your nostrils and stuff. So the people who are immune to it are people who have the cold. <laughs> and that's why uh, Nancy was able to help Robocop defeat the bad guy. But there was one point that was really funny in that episode where there was like a building on fire and there's a bunch of firemen like standing outside roasting marshmallows on it while a woman like <laughs> runs out screaming and they're just like smiling and laughing about it. They're like, this is so good. <laughs> it was very funny. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I just yeah. like what I guess Batman the Animated Series is the thing that they would be basing this off. And also, I don't know if the timeline adds up, but it also gave me like um, this was massive in Australia when I was a child. But because it's a Canadian TV show, I don't know if America would have gotten it that much. But did you ever watch, like, the Action Man? <laughs> I was literally going to do Action Man, like, two weeks ago with Adam, and I started watching it. I got so bored. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Adam, we cannot talk about this. This is the worst TV show I've ever seen in my life. I hated it. Yeah, so it was massive in Australia. Like, uh, yeah. I had heaps of Action Man dolls, like, as a young child. Um, and, yeah, it was, like, popular. Uh, it kind of gives me those vibes, but I think it all falls into the same thing where it's just like in the nineties, every cartoon character had heaps of guns. So why not just make famous characters into cartoons? Yeah, it, it was very strange though. Like RoboCop doesn't do a whole lot of RoboCop things because he's not allowed to. Yeah. So like he doesn't have a gun. He has a glue gun mm. or <laughs> he's basically like Inspector Gadget. Like he, yeah. he malfunctions and, and shoot somebody with bubble gum instead of with nerve gas or whatever because that's what he's going for yeah that's something that i like thought when i was watching it as well i was like oh god they've just turned robocop into uh inspector gadget or like herbie the love bug or some shit like it's it's terrible what they've done to it but i love it but he's got so many gadgets that are like a one use things um yeah he's got a palm shield at one point which is just like a long rod that comes out of his hand and opens up a little bit but not it's not like a it's not a cool looking shield it looks kind of like if a baseball bat kind of opened like an umbrella at the end but little it's like the size of three bullets 
uh, yeah, the hoverboard, which he doesn't use very often. I've like he only uses it once in that dog episode that I saw. Yeah, he's he's just Inspector Gadget, but has a visor. Yeah, he's Inspector Gadget, but like a little bit less funny. But definitely, he does do a lot of puns. Yeah. Um, let's see if I wrote any of them down. Oh. Oh, the one notable thing from the first episode that I didn't really talk about was that he comes out of cryo sleep. His new partner is Nancy, whatever mm-hmm. her name is. Uh, Nancy Allen, let's call her. And I think that was the name of the character of the actor from RoboCop. It might be yeah, somebody else. I don't care. Um, so he sees Nancy for the first time and his first words coming out of cryo sleep after 15 years were, who's the babe? And I was like, why is, is RoboCop like a misogynist? What the fuck? He's horny and hates women. <laughs> and and there was stuff like he would shoot the villains with a glue gun and be like, sorry, chief, they're a little stuck up. And I was like, this is, shut up, RoboCop. <laughs> like, you can say quips, but don't make puns. You don't need to do that. Yeah. To look at the original film and then to look at where RoboCop ended up, it's like, how did this happen? Like, you can see how it happened, but also you're like, what, why? Why did no one stop this? And you can tell that, like, when the original film came out, the studio didn't really think it was going to be anything. So they let Paul Verhoeven, like, take it and do whatever the fuck he wanted with it. It was completely his vision. And then after that, they were like, okay, so now we want to take it in two directions. We want to both make it super dark and gritty. RoboCop 2, I would argue, is even more, like, hardcore than the first one, but just dumber. Or we can take it, like, family-friendly. And they tried to do both, like... This is a classic case of, like, me and you talked about together, um, Rambo and the Forces of Freedom. Like, they made an R-rated movie, kids loved it, and they were like, now we have to make this for kids somehow. Yeah. It's so weird that they tried cartoons, though, because Robocop 3 made no money. And that was the one where they were like, ah, let's make a movie that's PG-13 that kids can see. Yeah, I guess I guess this was just, like, a situation of, like, it was the late 90s, they were trying to see things that they could rebrand and remake. Mm. You know, like the Godzilla movie from the late 90s didn't make any money and they made an animated series out of that. Yeah, I guess that's true. But maybe that was more a situation where they thought that movie was a smash hit and they made a series and then it tanked. Because, yeah, that series is a direct sequel to the film as well. Yeah. And and let's not pretend like RoboCop Alpha Commando is some like incredibly expensive project. Like the show looks cheap as shit and it it probably wasn't that hard to make. Like no. (laughs) They just kinda had fun with it. They were like, how can we fuck up Robocop beyond belief? I don't know. I feel like this show had an opportunity to really like reinvent Robocop and go with something different with it. Mm. Like in the in the 2014 reboot movie, they kind of for a minute are like, hey, what if Robocop was black? Never mind. Don't worry about it. In this one I was watching it and I was like it starts off by introducing his partner, and I'm like, what if RoboCop but a woman? No? Okay, cool. Let's just, like, go with old white man RoboCop. Great. Well, that was nearly cool. going to be the sequel, like, RoboCop 2. That was uh, Do Lewis. Do an Inspector Gadget 2 situation with it. Well, Lewis was going to become RoboCop 2, because she's in hospital at the end of RoboCop 1. That would have been slick as hell. Yeah. I would have loved that movie. She's a great character. Yeah. Well, hey, don't worry. She's in the first 25 minutes of RoboCop 3 before being killed and forgotten (laughs) immediately. The Christmas episode of RoboCop Alpha Commando is really where things go off the chain. I mean, the other episodes for me were pretty good. I just never imagined when I watched that first movie and I was like, holy shit. Like, I was like 19 when I saw the first movie and I was like, this is the best movie like it's bloody it's perfect all the dialogue is fun the characters and the pacing i never imagined that someday i would see robocop fighting christmas elves 
and then he's about to destroy one and a child would be like, mommy, what's Robocop doing to that Christmas elf? And then he would stop. So the children didn't think that he was a monster. Like, yeah, this show is 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 whack. Yeah. And he cares so much about his public image versus like his public image of Christmas. He's very aware that he's like, I, I'm a I'm a police officer and I can't. I can't hate Christmas. Everyone will hate me. You live in fucking yeah. New Detroit. The city's <laughs> fucked. Don't worry about that. And it seems like the villain part of their main plan is to like make it seem like RoboCop hates Christmas. Yeah. Like they want to like characterize him as kind of a Grinch so that people will not trust him anymore. And it's like, I don't know. Like the the villain's motive in this episode is like she <laughs> Uh, I don't fucking know. She hates Christmas because her name is Tannenbaum. And people would sing Oh Tannenbaum at her when she was a child. But also, she makes a weird sexual harassment joke as well. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk about that extensively in just a minute. Because that was a whole subplot of this episode (laughs) that was very uncomfortable. Her main goal in this episode is to destroy in-person shops and make online shopping the main thing that people do. Um... And this is 1999, I think. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of an interesting message, actually. They kind of try and drive home something in this episode, which is like the man who runs the mall that's being destroyed by the evil robot elves. They were toys that were supposed to be sold, and he bought like shoddy security equipment and shoddy toys because he could like penny pinch a little bit. And it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, fuck capitalism. That's that's a good message for the kids. I like that. <laughs> But also because the episode's like, respect Christmas. If you hate Christmas, everyone will hate you because you're a bad person. So Yeah. <laughs> it's also the opposite of that message. It It's such a weird thing to, for the show to be like, look at these creepy toy advertisements and, and fuck capitalism. But also like, hey, go ask your parents to buy you RoboCop toys for Christmas because RoboCop's real cool. We give him a jetpack and like a bubblegum gun. <laughs> and you're like, all right, guys, fucking... What I'm getting some mixed messages here, bud. Yeah. This show has a lot of strange uh, situations that the police get into with civilians and weird, like, I don't know. Like, it was very strange the way that this show, like, tries to tell you to trust cops <laughs> constantly. <laughs> That's it. I don't know. That's all I had to say. There's a situation in this, in this Christmas episode where... Um, all of these customers at this mall start hitting the cops with shopping bags. And instead of the cops pulling out their nightsticks and beating the shit out of people like they would do and getting out the tear gas canisters, they're like, wait, no, stop. We're the police. Like, you have to do what we say. And it's like, well, we know how this really plays out, though. Like, if there's a mob, people get fucking shot, you know? Mm. It's stupid. Yeah. Well, it's weird because, again, Australia, slightly different rules so having police shoot someone here just doesn't happen also riots and stuff like that uh definitely contained which just like everyone just gets tasered and that's just tasered and hit with batons. right yeah in this situation it's like all the police get knocked on the ground they're like wait a minute stop that's mean you can't do that to us <laughs> and don't attack suddenly us in- we're the cops <laughs> we're the good guys and then in the next scene they're back at the police station they're like well i guess that we arrested all those citizens. I'm like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> what do you mean you arrested all the citizens? Ten seconds ago, they had you on the ground and you were whining like a little baby. What did you fucking do to them? And then immediately one of the customers that had floored them bursts in. She's like, I didn't do anything. Let me go. You <laughs> yeah. stole from she's, us. 
And she's just like walking around randomly in the police station. Like they're just like having a conversation. They're just like sitting around to get some water or coffee or whatever. She busted. She's like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> it was stupid. Yeah, all the customers are getting stolen from by all the little elf robots. You you touched on it a little bit earlier. Let's talk about Tannenbaum and Newmeyer, mm. a situation that made me extremely uncomfortable. I think that she was in a previous episode that neither of us saw, but she was like a mad scientist who yep. had a fling with RoboCop's friend scientist. Yep. Strong, rapey vibes. Very non-consensual. Not okay. Not appropriate. Played for laughs a whole lot. She is constantly trying to seduce him and drugging him and he seems incredibly uncomfortable with the whole situation <laughs> yeah well, that part is like kind of playful laughs and very 90s but the thing that took me out of it is like she makes a joke everyone's like oh tenenbaum whoa tenenbaum can i grab your ball balls or something like that or like she says like she makes a joke that is like clearly like a reference to groping and i was like wait right. what? <laughs> i did not i did not pick up on that it was fucked up, honestly. It made me incredibly uncomfortable for Newmeyer in a way of people being like, hey, you know what? Sexual assault against men? Very funny. Always funny. <laughs> it seems to me like, and because we haven't seen the first episode, that whole plot when I was watching it, again, didn't, because it's the 90s, I was like, yeah, this is pretty normal. But uh, yeah. it also seems like that maybe they, I mean, it's a cartoon, so they didn't like fuck fuck, but it probably seems like that he tricked her by fucking him. Sorry, she tricked him in the last episode by fucking him because he seems like that he's into it, but like being like, oh, this is a bad idea. You're a bad guy. But then yeah, she does I drug even, him later on. I don't even know what the situation is because he's totally simping for her when they're in the office together. He's like constantly doing whatever she says. Oh, let me get you coffee, man. Let me do this for you. Yeah. But then also like seems so incredibly uncomfortable and tells her no every time she tries to make sexual advances on him. Mm. I guess, one, she's a supervillain, so that's why he decided to do that. Two, it's a cartoon, so they were not thinking about this when they made it. No. They did not think that somebody 20 years later would think critically about what they were making. But it's just such a situation where like, she drugs him, she's constantly trying to seduce him, she ties him up, keeps him drugged, kidnaps <laughs> him into a blimp and tries, like, almost gets them both killed. It was stupid. What a shitty character in a, in a great cartoon that I loved. <laughs> It's just been a big day for like things that I love just being destroyed for me. So I yeah, like I think the main takeaway for all of this for me is like I just don't know how I feel anymore. I'm rocked to my core. I got a lot of like thinking to do. I probably need to rewatch mm-hmm. the first Robocop and just to remind myself that it's still very good. And then yeah, try not to think about what happens to him in the future. <laughs> I kind of want to watch the the second one again. I would not watch the third one again. I would watch the jetpack scene because that was very funny. But the second one I remember being pretty fun and like in the middle of it, by like the middle of it, I was like, hey, this is like almost as good as the original. And then I got to the end and I was like, wow, that kind of sucked actually. (laughs) It's one of those ones that like has a pretty good start and then goes way off the rails and you're like, oh, what just happened? Yeah, once they figure out because, like, there's a lot of them trying to create RoboCop 2. And once they kind of figure out what's going on there, and, like, RoboCop 2 exists, it's just pretty much RoboCop versus ED209 again. Right. Also, the second one has a way more, like, a way darker and less fun tone than the first one. 
But also the main villain's like a 10-year-old kid, so that that's pretty sick. Yeah, who's like a drug dealer inside <laughs> yep. of a computer or something. Pretty sweet. Yeah, it does feel like a situation like Ginger Snaps 2 or, or Aliens or Terminator 2 where they just like really reworked the formula in a way that I felt like was pretty consistent with the original but yeah. like not as good because it clearly wasn't like the original director's vision and they didn't yeah. you know i think they tried there's, to there's empire strikes effects. back it but it didn't quite work because it's the same director mm. it's ivan uh, kershner oh irvin kershner i thought you meant it's paul verhoeven making the second one i was like what the fuck what no 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 no, no. uh the director of empire strikes back i'm interested to watch it again just because i'm sure the effects were still really great like i'm sure it was really crazy so. Uh, I just remember the end being like having some like real dodgy CGI or not CGI, but like, oh, but that, that's fun, too, though, like bad CGI in the middle of a movie full of otherwise really great practical effects is always really fun for me. Yeah, because I remember because they, they do that thing where they go for broke with like the villain design to make it look like overwhelming, I guess. And they just it's aged really badly now. So you're just like, that's dumb. He looks stupid. Oh, that's right. I remember what it is. Uh, Robocop 2, which is the name of the second Robocop. So in Robocop 2, there is a character called Robocop 2. Yeah, he has like a screen on his chest that is a face. And that face looks like dog shit. I liked it. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, so that's Robocop Alpha Commando. It's great. Robocop runs on uh, 9 volt batteries and puts a floppy disk in his chest. uh, Dresses up like a snowman. It was a good show and I liked it. (laughs) 10 out of 10. (laughs) uh it's probably ruined my life uh and that's that's okay like (laughs) it's nice to have new experiences you know this late in life joel thank you so much for joining me this week no problem thanks so much for having me where can people find you online so i'm part of the sandspants radio network much like you mia uh so yeah my big shows are plumbing the death star and thumb cramps i also pop up on pretty much all the other sandspants shows You'll find me somewhere. And yeah, I've got uh, social media stuff as well. It's at douche13, which is D-U-S-C-H-1-3. And I'm on Twitter, at StopTweetingMia. Thank you for listening to the Cynical Cartoons podcast for another week. And as always, I'm your host, Mia Marchant, and I'm here if you need to talk. Red alert. Red alert. Red alert. You crossed my line of death. You haven't dismantled your MX stockpile. Pakistan is threatening my border. That's it, Buster. No more military aid. Nuke em. Get them before they get you. Another quality home game from Butler Brothers. Oh